Letters. Welcome back to the Blunt Letters podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Superstar, and I'm with my other host, Electric. Hey. And of course, I'm with Gerbil. Say hi, Gerbil. Me. Me. Hi. <laughs> Me. It's you. And tonight we have a very, very special guest. Is one of my favorite podcasters of all time. I can't believe he's on the show. Isaac Weissap has joined us. Ah! Hey. Yes. Thank you. I, I, this is this is fun for me. I, I'm very excited to do this show. I, as you you know, for the audience who who may not be familiar, I, um, I, I we linked back up. We. Yes. I know we had commented <clears throat> back and forth years yes. ago and. Uh, I recently got into Twin Peaks, and we relinked back up. You told me to listen to, I believe it was, uh, there was an episode you did about Jowdy, which yes. for my, I'm going to I'm gonna point my listeners to listen to this episode, but I'm going to give them the caveat, like, this is going to be plot-spoiling territory, because there's, there's a ton of people who have never seen Twin Peaks, so they don't know what the hell Jowdy is, right. and I'm telling them right now, like, tread carefully if you, you know. Anyways, that Jowdy episode was was legit. I, you sent it to me, and I listened to it because, um, anyways, I listened to it, and I was like, "Oh hell yeah, these, these chicks like they know their Twin Peaks shit. Like Fuck this yes. is good." Yeah, yeah, we love uh, Twin Peaks. Yeah. I'm still learning. We're I'm still obsessed. new. That's okay. That's great. We've introduced this to so yeah. many people. It's like I. Yeah. It. It's it's like my my uh, gospel or whatever. I'm like, but have you seen Twin Peaks? It'll change your life. <laughs> It really does. It, there's something to it that I, I don't know how to explain it. And, and we could go into that in a minute. Um, I don't want to start going deep into Twin Peaks yet. But yeah, the the experience with Twin Peaks is beyond fascinating to me because I was so resistant to this mm -hmm. show, even I watching know. it. I, I watched it, and as I was watching, I was like, every now and then I'd be like, "This shit is stupid." I swear <laughs> I'm here. No. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. so much. You can say yeah. anything you want. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I already knew the answer to that. Just no, no trans. No transphobia, <laughs> no racism or stuff, but you can say fuck uh, shit. I'm, I'm very anti you can, those things. We're yes. ACAB here, so go ahead and say the cops suck. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love we're that. We're anarchists. Okay. Yeah, see, on, on okay. my, because cause I do, cons I do uh, well, I don't know if you, do you want to go through well, the history? Well, yeah, like, of, like let's talk about, yeah, the stuff. occult history, uh, the yeah, occult I, symbolism. I, I feel like there's a good, okay, no, no. sorry, <laughs> I'm just, I'm very excited to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Because you, we emailed me. Me and Michaela emailed, and there were some interesting. I don't know if philosophical is the right term or political is the right term, but there was some good mm -hmm. conversation we had because we both noticed similar trends in the world of conspiracy, yes. and it put me in a weird place. And, and so let me let me give my my elevator speech or who I yes. am for people. Uh, back in, I I have a few red pill daddies going way back to. Uh, I think 2003 is when I read Bill Cooper, Behold a mm -hmm. Pale Horse. You know, I was maybe 22 or three. Before that, I was interested in pop culture stuff about aliens and UFOs and Roswell and X-Files <laughs> and all that shit. Never <laughs> seen Twin Peaks. Hey, there we go, Bill Cooper. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But is that oh, the I... original copy with the anti-Semitic no, stuff the, about the, the elder protocol elders of Zion? Or oh. Ooh, I think I have. I, uh, okay. I got to go check my copy now. Holy shit. I've... Yeah, I, I I was told that they oh. the new if you buy it now that they removed the protocols oh, section. Oh wow, that's good to know. So <clears throat> yeah, so the so um yeah, and then I oh, watched yeah. David Icke's Freedom Road in like 2005 ish, mm -hmm. and started blogging in 2011. 
still casually interested in conspiracy just but that was all i knew was david ike right. bill cooper um things start blowing up i start researching deeper 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 uh 2014 i start podcasting all this time i'm writing books so i've been actively i would say like a full-time conspiracy slash occult symbolism researcher since 2011 mm -hmm. and my back my personal which which when i started out i was very much when i was blogging it was I didn't put a lot of my personality or beliefs into things. I just tried to present the evidence mm -hmm. the best I could while pointing people to different theories that discuss the symbolism or right. whatever the mm -hmm. topic was. But prior to that, I had, you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of a, a, I don't know. I, I, I have, I have sort of like a Joe Rogan appearance but then um <laughs> and then on paper way better I'm hair. Taylor way Green. Better hair. yeah much like with <laughs> yeah. like chris cornell hair you know so that's yeah. Different. yeah there you go <laughs> but then like on paper i'm a conspiracy christian guy so like a lot of people make a lot of assumptions mm -hmm. about my beliefs and what i what i believe in but i'm actually socially um i don't know if i'm extremely socially liberal but i'm very socially liberal like i'm i'm almost i'm almost to the the anarchist right. extremists mm -hmm. sort of like as long as you're not harming other right. adults like we should like hell yeah you know, hell you know yeah definitely uh, and and that was where i think me and michaela had some clash and some right. friction and 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 you were you were on the money with this because thank you i had <laughs> I, <don't know>. course, <laughs> I had a real i don't know if coming to jesus is the right term but i had a real conflict mm -hmm. going on and it was you know, when Trump was running for election, yeah. and I've never been bashful about this, I do not like the guy. Right. What's the like? Yeah, we don't like him either. Right. I, I never thought he was the savior, like the QAnon narrative <laughs> pushed. The family. Uh, I'm, I'm generally, I don't like the conservatives because of a lot of the right. things. And and to be fair, like, I don't like the Democrats right. either. Like, I was a Bernie bro. Oh, yeah. I think the Democrats are just as shady yes. as the Republicans. I don't get too political because, you know, false paradigm. No, we... Uh, they're all evil is how we feel like they're i don't trust any of these yeah. fucking people yeah i don't i don't care how handsome obama right was, right okay? <laughs> yeah he's good yeah. looking he's still <laughs> and, and I, the and president I, like yeah you're still scary it's two sides of the same coin you know mm -hmm. yeah you still scare the shit out yeah. of me man like come on so yeah there's no parties here and, on the show it's more just like we don't believe any of you we know you're all friends we know you all go to fucking bohemian grove and fucking have some fun and eat babies or yeah. whatever the fuck you guys do there it's like you know so i don't trust any right. of them they're all friends you know i've seen the super cut of them giving them each right. other the horn hands like what the fuck so yeah and and that's but, and that's where you know i, I am like right. an anti-authoritarian right. 90s liberal I'm very much into free right. speech and all that stuff. And it got weird when Trump got in because by design, I believe, and like that that's a whole we could go on for hours yes. discussing QAnon, Russia, um, traditionalism, all these right. Steve mm -hmm. Bannon, all these kind of sort of puppet masters mm -hmm. that got involved. They they hijacked the conspiracy movement and yeah. and took a hard right turn. Yeah. And I didn't it took me a few years to sort of pick up on it. I just started noticing, uh, I started noticing that some conspiracy people were, I, I don't know, like pushing more right wing oh, yeah. stuff than I was comfortable just seeing with. Dick as shit. It's that simple. They just started being assholes about yes. stuff about me 
and my friends. It's that simple. I'm not going out of my way to cancel people. It's just, right. so anyway, I'm, oh, let me talk about something Michaela's interested in, except let's call her an ugly dyke and say she should go to hell because she likes to eat pussy. And it's like, oh my God, what? I'm with you on this other thing, but now you hate right. me because I also like women. Like, that's super weird. That's not what I came to this conspiracy show to listen to, right? Or like, oh, the trans people are gonna are the fucking devil. And it's like, I what the fuck? I didn't come here to hear about how trans people are the devil. Like, but it started to happen more and more right. where it's like, I'm not even that sensitive yet. It's just you're literally talking about me. Like blue haired girl is a fucking derogatory right. term now. For us. <laughs> yeah. I've got I right. I mean, me and Lupe both have purple and green hair. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? We are blue haired. I almost named my po- other yeah. podcast Blue Haired Horror. Because it's like, you want to hear a feminist g- yeah. blue hair girl talk about horror. This is what you want. You know, it's like, so it's just odd to me that all of a sudden it really, it was like, they just started insulting me while I'm trying to put money in their pocket. Like literally trying to be their Patreon. And I'd be like, well, I'm not going to give you money. And I think that's where we ran into. I was like, I like you, but I'm not going to give you money. Right. And, and, say and that's, and that's understandable. And I don't like that. Yeah. Right. Because I'll, I'll listen for free. <laughs> you, you know. Right. And I, and I appreciate that you, that you stayed on board. <laughs> yeah. Because I was in a, and I'm still in there, right? I'm still in the same position where there's a business side to the podcasting. It used to not be that way. I used to, I used to literally right. pay money to podcast, you know, pay the host and all that. Mm-hmm. And when mm-hmm. I started getting all my the doors shut on me, like from YouTube and um, uh, mm-hmm. my Google search results, and podcasting became the only sort of way I could get my content out and have myself not get canceled, and Right. The it, it's hard to explain, but I feel like on the one hand, the conspiracy world is a boys' club, and I got to sort of fit in with the boys. Yeah. You know. I mean, you're not wrong. It absolutely is. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of men. yeah, and, and, and a lot of it, white men. A lot of it took this. I I don't know what it's. It's almost like it's blending in with that sort of alpha yeah. bro culture, like the Andrew yes. Tate people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, in fact, you'll see yes. the Tate brothers on conspiracy shows. That was part of their whole gimmick it, it, was before. the Matrix and everything. You I, know? And it gets like, where's my molders? Where's my molders? Yeah. You know? Yes. Yes. And 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 there's something that I I haven't devoted enough time to it. I know it exists, uh, but there's there's a weird, uh, what do you call it? Like a Venn diagram of overlap with, I don't know what it is. It's this weird authoritarian handmaid's tale like fantasy i don't know what it is like patriarchal christian thing that's not really genuine true christianity and and it's right that's what i always say it's like what the fuck you're being meaner than jesus would ever be to anyone what i mean i thought that was like the first rule is like kind of be like jesus you know and 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 i don't know i i see that all over the place and i when i in the summer of 2020 i finally broke down and was like okay i'm gonna do a show exposing qa non and why i think it's bullshit and yeah. I got a ton of backlash, Wait, so much sure. backlash that I'm I sure. was like, should I even do this anymore? Like, these people hate me now. Like, I don't want them to hate me. Oh, yeah. shit. And I just said, oh, fuck it, whatever, man. And then and then there's a variety of other personal things. Like, um, my nephew, um, he, he committed suicide two years ago. And he, he was a blue-haired transgender, yeah. um, you know, and, and it's, it's fucking sad and i I don't know it is and and i just thought man none of this shit fucking matters like if i'm hurting people out there like if i you know and i never did hurt my nephew but like if i said something or i espouse some kind of attitude and 
and I talk about the Baphomet a lot over the years. And the right. Baphomet is a sort of mm-hmm. um, hermaphroditic, you know, it's a male with fe- with female breasts, you know, right. and a lot of, and I, I don't talk about that aspect of it as much because there is a, a an occult concept of the, the androgyne, which is like the perfected opposing pairs of male and female on one person. Right. But right. I, I, I'm hesitant to talk about that because I don't want my audience to th- think I'm like dog yeah. whistling to like transphobia stuff. Right. Right. You right. Know. Right. No, yeah. it's true. You have to be really careful. Like we even here. I mean, would you a, a comedy podcast mostly? And it's just like we even have to tread lightly or like take things out. And, you know, it's like uh, it's it's like the thing that I like to point out, first of all, with trans stuff and the male and female is that there's never been male and female. And as a science podcast, you know we're here to say that intersex people have always existed. They still exist. Tons of births every day. People are not male or female. They are born. Hermaphrodites is what they used to call it. But they are born intersexed, right? So to even it's almost weird to hear them denying that because then you because again, if you're a listener who was born with both male and female genitalia or you look like a a woman supposedly on the outside but you have a pe- it's like if you were born like that what the fuck do you think when you listen to these podcasts where you're trying to have a community of people who are telling the truth but now they're saying these lies which is that you're evil because you were born like this or that because you think it's okay to be this and you didn't choose a binary path it's like that's my problem with it it's like it's not even true yeah and that's and there that's are a... so many different ways to be gendered as a human mm-hmm. And and it's a social con- like I, that's God. I'm okay with the that was God. <laughs> what happened to it? That's God's invention, by the way. No, I'm saying that's oh. God. God created the intersex oh, humans right. that already right. exist. And and you could even argue. So um, take it up with that motherfucker. Another another a similar sort of viewpoint is um, to talk about Jewish people because the world you cannot get into the world of conspiracy without coming across anti-Semitic ideas. Um, right. It's kind of the original first conspiracy theory of all of them. And right. in fact, we were just talking about Bill Cooper's Behold a Pale Horse, how the original right. the original print has the protocols of the elders of Zion, which um, I've read and I've, I've talked to. Oh, man. Suspicious Minds, it's called. There's a book with a guy who he he's a, you know. Gerbil. college that's my job yeah there you go look it up <laughs> it's like he's a sort of you know i don't know if he's a professor but he's um he wrote a book about the mind of a conspiracy theorist and how it works and he's got a whole section mm-hmm. uh basically debunking the protocols of the elders of zion and you know just talking about the history of anti-semitic ideas and how it's sort of like just yeah. stayed around for many many years and right and and when you when you get into conspiracy inevitably you're going to cross that that bridge where you got to talk about it and with some ideas. And I try to be as respectful as I can. And in fact, there's one guy, I'm not going to say who he is, but there's one guy who kind of reached out to me and was like, Hey man, I'm Jewish. And like, I really appreciate that you're not sort of demonizing Jews on the whole, which is like crazy that like he has to even say that it's like, right. Because it's so prevalent. It's It's just like all these other things. It's so prevalent. And again, I, are Jewish too. It's like I just oh, can't get man, a break. You, you know, it's like, it's like everybody hates me. <laughs> yeah. um, Rob Brother. And again, Rob Brother. Yes, Rob perfect. Brother. Yeah, that's it. Nice, Jerry. Yeah, it's a good book too. Yeah, if you want to know like, the mind, of, uh, like how conspiracy yeah. people think and what gets them into it, it's a great book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. 
link in the show notes. And honestly, for me, I started really early and I'm older than everyone on this show. So I've been, <laughs> it's like I've been doing this a long time. And like, for me, it started because I just nothing. It didn't fucking make sense. Like it started with AIDS when I was a kid. Mm. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I was like, I don't understand how it matters what your sexuality is or just drug you. I was like, this this disease doesn't make sense. Mm. And then as I grew up and I started looking for shit like Bill Cooper and finding this stuff to back me up, which I know is like what they say people do, da, da, da. But it's also like you're giving me real proof that I can believe in that makes sense. It's not some like far fetched idea that the government would poison their people after we learned about Tuskegee. Which is, Lou, you said that's when you started believing in conspiracy stuff, when you found out the government actually that's when it, did this to their people. Exactly. That's when it clicked for me that it was not out of the context of something that could right. happen. It wasn't like, oh, the government has your well-being in mind. I was like, oh, no, no. they don't. And that was, hmm. a, it shifted everything that's once it, I had my, that. My wife has a similar uh, sort of experience because uh, we do a, a show called Breaking Social Norms where she sort of plays the role of the normie although she's more sort of aware of conspiracy things than she kind of lets on sometimes mm -hmm. depending on what the topic is yeah um and then i try to sort of red pillar into different ideas and when we started that three years ago you know she questioned a lot about the news and stuff so she she wasn't like completely total mainstream normie but um over right. the last three years she's skewed heavily and like that was one of the things she actually said was you know i used to trust the government way more than i do now like just assume yeah. the best yeah. and it's not always the case and as you go get older as you become an elder conspiracy theorist it's like these shits start coming true right <laughs> and now i'm like this is like a truther as like am i even a conspiracy theorist when you t fucking tell me it really i mean mk ultra they talked about in congress they said sorry clinton was like sorry that was real i'm not fucking crazy like that shit happens so super soldiers are real the ufo thing now they're saying it's real so for the last what fucking 30 something years i've been a nut and now all of a sudden i'm just correct and it's like so why you know like how are you going to tell me that there's this conspiracy mind when i keep being yeah. correct and the ufo i was is the a big hippie one. holding up the big one, but and the weather too. I yeah. mean, how I read that fucking coming superstorm Art Bell Whitley Strieber book, like right when in hardcover. Like oh. I was like, oh, it's out, you know. They told us this shit back then. Everything they said is coming true. All and so it's like, am I? Is there a conspiracy mind, or is there just someone paying the fuck attention? <laughs> yeah. You know, that is just like this doesn't make any sense because that's really what led me to this world. Mm. You know, it wasn't the X Files. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, my dad gave me Holy Blood, Holy Grail in like seventh or eighth grade, but you know, oh wow, and he gave me like Chariots of the Gods. Like he helped a little bit, but it was like a side thing for him. I think he was like, "Oh, Freemasons, neat," and I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> you know and then moved on to like <laughs> william bromley and then read that whole like gods of eden and that melted my brain all over again and i was like wow, do you have all these books real. in like a big library still or um i have i have a smaller library oh. i had to downsize oh but, that's too um, bad because a lot of those books are um you know, but, uh, not, not to say like they're worth a lot of money but like that's print, a that's yeah. a valuable set of books especially because a lot of people they um they tell me like when i sell books they prefer the paperbacks because they're always worried about mm -hmm. censorship and i used to think that was kind of crazy i was just like whatever sounds good buddy yeah. but now i i do the same yeah. thing i buy the paperback version because i'm like dude yes. you don't know when this shit's gonna disappear off of amazon 
Oh, yeah. Or they're going to edit All, it? The only books I keep are, like, those books. Like, I'm pretty sure I saw Behold a Pale Horse for sure. And I, if I had God's of you, I think I actually let someone borrow it, and I didn't get oh. it back. <laughs> I think that's what happened. But I did. And it's it's just such a good fucking mm. book, you know, to just give someone and say, look, this is the entire history of the world from this point of view, and it makes a lot of sense when you think about it, you know? And I've um, never read that book. I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, my God, it's epic. I mean, it just makes so much fucking sense. Hmm. From the beginning, he literally starts at the beginning of time, and Ea, and the, the reptilian gods, and all uh, that shit, think, and how they're just aliens, and uh, I love it. You think David Icke took some of those ideas and ran with them? Yeah, absolutely, because I'm pretty, I mean, I heard about this book before I ever heard of him, huh. David Icke, so absolutely and you know William Bromley was a sociologist he wasn't a conspiracy theorist this book almost broke him he stopped writing this book three different times because he kept coming to aliens and being like this is bullshit no kidding he was trying to write about why people his he just wanted to write a book of why people have always been at war with each other and all he kept coming back to was the Illuminati and like aliens and he gave up over and over again because he's like this is just rubbish Hmm. and then would start over again start going through his research a different way and then come back to the same shit that people that he calls the custodians and it's like he wasn't looking for this so that's why he's so compelling to me because he wanted no part of this and gave up on this book over and over again and was finally like you know what fuck it mm. it's aliens sorry <laughs> sorry oh, you know so okay. it's really good it's really good it's epic <clears throat> it's really long but it also will help you learn about world history on, you know, because the American school system sucks. So you'll be like, oh, wow, I didn't really actually know about that. And the invasion of this and the blah, 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 and the Cold War. It's like. That's what I like about ancient aliens is because you get to, you know, I, I'm not like, I, I didn't pay attention in high school at all. And yeah. then, uh, you know, you watch ancient aliens, you learn a yeah, thing or two. Of course, you fact check it. Some of it's a little bit exaggerated, but you know, right, for the most right. part, it's pretty right. good. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. And you get a little archaeology. Tired of being a 4D girl trying to make it in a 3D world. Hey, is there something off about Jim from accounting? Nah, I think he's just French. If you long for the bland, colorless existence that the great apes celebrate so joyously. Monday weather. Am I right, guys? Jeez, my wife is sure annoying with her depression. Can't wait to go home to my house to drink beer and admire boobs this weekend. Would you like to make mouth sounds with nearby humans without causing irreparable damage to the collective psyche? Wow, I barely remember that the face of God was weeping. Let Totally Terrestrial mask your terrifying eldritch horrors and taste the human experience in all its damp and musty glory. Totally Terrestrial combines state-of-the-art tentacles, making droplets with real particles of human sweat and feces. He smells like my dad. Simply spray and wash. Watch as you transform into a solid form, perfectly calibrated for the 3D world. Side effects may include an unintended surge of empathy towards the human race. Users may find themselves empathizing with human emotions and even adopting human-like values and concerns. A slight luminescent glow may appear around the user's body, giving off an otherworldly aura. This side effect may lead to increased attention from others, both human and extraterrestrial. Totally terrestrial has changed my way of looking at the world. Now I can finally stand these human flesh bags. I have found it much easier to fit in when I go to my human job. Before, I was very much what the humans called bullied. But now, I'm seeming to only be 
Do not combine with corn dogs or other state fair food as you will develop a rash. I used to, <laughs> I used to exist in multiple states in all eras of existence. Now I have depression and am in debt. My terrestrial being has finally stabilized and I am free to travel throughout the other dimensions without worrying about getting stuck in doorways or garbage chutes. I hit a kid with my car. Do not use if you have ever mated with or even had sex with Cthulhu. It will make you into an even more horrible looking creature to the humanoids and send them into a spiral that they will never ever do not use if you have reversed the flow of space-time for more than 35 minutes on or before the vernal equinox in years ending with 5 2 and 11 do not use to trick humans into your gaping mouth to eat them or steal their souls be sure to use sunblock when combining with 24 karat gold flakes or chains <laughs> do not use if you plan to go outside wearing 24 karat gold or are indoors with 14 karat gold. Do not use if currently possessed or lactating. Totally terrestrial. Order yours today before you get ET'd, if you know what I mean. You know, when you when you research enough conspiracy, occult symbolism, even if you want to buy into the uh, synchro mysticism, uh, 14th stuff, the twilight language mm -hmm. stuff um it seems that they oftentimes show you what's the truth on television shows movies long before it happens oh my god yes yes and you know like i said <laughs> i watched x files i i was born in 79 so i was when twin peaks came out and i think it was, was it 90 or 91 it came out um i, I don't thought, remember what year it came i thought it was honestly i thought it was like 87 no it was I thought it 89, was 89. Yeah. Because I was, I was, okay, so I've been watching Twin Peaks since it was actually on. 90. So, okay, 1990, because I was still in high school. I've been, like, I legit have been obsessed with Twin Peaks since it was on the fucking air, you guys. Because I'd already been obsessed with David Lynch. I was a weird kid. And at this point, we were like, he's got a TV show. <laughs> so, like, we recorded it. We were like, holy shit. I was one of those people that, you know, when she, spoiler, everyone, when she whispers, I'll see you again in 25 years, I was one of those, like, thousands of people that signed two different petitions to bring back Twin Peaks in 25 years and literally just <laughs> prayed to God that I would just live long enough to see the return. I was like, I can die happy now. This has been my lifelong dream to just see this come back in 25 years. It was, like, the most perfect pop culture love letter that he could have written to his I'm, fans I i'm was so like, jealous of you uh, I, 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 so i got to experience all of that i got goosebumps yeah. i for real have goosebumps that's that's how much twin peaks means to me now but <sighs> yeah i me was too. yeah you know 10 11 12 years Man. old when the season one and two drop and i i i, I don't know mm -hmm. what i was doing I, I didn't watch it i didn't i it like just i missed think it just you, missed me you know? yeah because Cause I'm from 75, so I'm just like four okay. years older, and so I just had that like I was like yeah I was still in high school, but I was old enough to like watch weird <laughs> shit at that point. And my parents were like yeah you're yeah because I hit the I was want. on the X Files wave, which was you know about four <laughs> maybe four years later. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was already into it, and I was like oh my god, see now it's on TV, they're gonna have disclosure, and I actually thought that was gonna be. I kept thinking disclosure was actually gonna come sooner because of fucking X Files. I was like here it comes, yeah. here it comes, here it comes, and then like now it's happening so 
I for sure thought that X-Files was like soft disclosure, but then the ancient alien stuff started coming out and I was like, here's some more soft disclosure. Mm -hmm. Like they've just been like pumping it in our heads. That's how they learned that we won't freak Mm -hmm. out. And they're right. We're not, are we? No one's throwing themselves off a fucking building right now. They're fine with it. They're like, yeah, yeah, I've seen X-Files. Yeah, most people you know? like seem pretty blasé about it, honestly, when they keep doing these congressional yeah. hearings. People are just like, eh, whatever. So, which the worst <laughs> fucked up thing is, is now we have to admit they might have been right about doing it this <laughs> way. <laughs> We're like, oh shit, you know, it works. You You're right. We're not freaking out. <laughs> you say a lot of things God about the Illuminati, but I, like, yeah. I always say, like, they're not stupid, okay? They're not. They're not. No, they're not. It's yeah. interesting to... And let me tell people real quick my journey on it. And, and I want to give my caveat to my listeners again one more time. We're going to go into plot spoiler territory. So if you're new yes. to Twin Peaks, which I know a lot of my audience, is, not all of them, but like a lot of them are because we're walking right. through every episode. And uh, I don't want to spoil anything. So turn away now if you're sensitive to that. But, you know, when I watched. OK, so 2011, I start blogging over the years. I've had many people, Michaela included. Yes. I don't know, did you comment yes. or leave or social media? <laughs> so many or? times. Oh my God. Not even once. Are okay. you kidding me? Like I would DM you. Okay. I would be in your comments. If you had to ask me anything, I'm like, when's your ass watching Twin Peaks? <laughs> like, no, I was like, and I get it now. Very I get present. It now. I've had many, yeah. many people over the years you say, you got to watch this show. Yeah. And I tried maybe, I don't even know, four or five times to watch this thing. I would always make it maybe 45 minutes into the pilot and i just feel like eh, it's not for me i don't like this and then yeah. uh i got i woke up on halloween of 22 with covid with a raging fever like i never had in my life and um long story short i ended up i thought i had long haulers but i actually mm-hmm. um, had some weird uh sinus infection that didn't go away for six months because i don't know it just wreaked oh so much God. havoc so long story short, I was sick Ugh. for about six months. And, you know, two months into it, I was just, like, losing my mind. I was like, there's nothing to watch. I've seen everything. And I was like, let's try right. the Twin Peaks again. And yeah. a great time. Yeah. Great time. And, and I did, <laughs> Fever I wanna, dream. I wanna, let me ask you this, you guys. <laughs> yeah. both, are, are all three of you in the Twin Peaks or just Michaela or all three is? I'm not super into it. I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. All of us. Gerbil? Okay, you're not into it. Yeah. Gerbil. I've, I've watched it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you're on the show. <laughs> you lied in your interview. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, interview. When, when is the? Because I, I I'm curious because a lot of people say right about fall, right about now, September, October is the time to start kind of rewatching Twin Peaks. We literally we just, just said that. On the said phone, that. Yesterday, two days, <laughs> two days ago, ago. It was you were Monday. like, "Well, it's that time." Why? I was like, "The days to start watching Twin Peaks," and I was like, "Well, why the fall? Because the show takes place in February." my god this is exactly what this is like me and you like you're being me she's being herself right now i was like but it's taking place in february like i had to be all like you know and she's like well yeah but it feels better this time and i was like yeah you're right okay i don't know i said the the coloring of the show is kind of gloomy you know it's very muted and then it's like everything's kind of muted here also in the fall and the you know february northern california isn't that like gloomy like it's really nice flowers are blooming and it's you know, it's okay. pretty here. Yeah. So for me, it, it fits more in the fall. I don't know if that's true for other people or maybe it's just like a comfort show. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like watch comfort shows in the fall because okay. it's a cozy time. That's and you're what just, I like, think. Drinking something spicy. Because you want to take it all in yeah. again and you're not going to do that in the summer when you're running around swimming and shit. I mean, think of our summer, you know. Yeah, we we always are running okay. around having a good time. <laughs> 
I don't. I wouldn't want to stay home if it was like really beautiful. Right. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. So I think it's a fall thing because you're like, I've got to be inside anyway. Also, I'm just not a big TV watcher. Like, I like to keep up on stuff. And yes, I know I do a fucking podcast about horror movies, but I'm just saying I don't watch a ton of stuff. So, yeah, that's like more of the time I'll slow down and be like, all right, it's shitty out. Okay. I guess actually, this is my first. I just moved back to California, so I'm still kind of talking like I'm in Connecticut. Like, it's going to suck. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, it's not going to suck at all. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Fuck it. I don't know. Still hot here. It's 84 today. Yeah, it's 86 up here. Oh, it was beautiful. Okay. Well, well, all that makes sense. Because I... Okay. Let me me finish my journey, and then then I'll come back to that. Because, like I said, for years, I tried watching it, couldn't get into it. I finally got sick enough that I couldn't leave the couch, and I just just played it. I was like, whatever. I just let the... I think it was on Paramount, and it just reboots the next episode, you know? And I I fell asleep through several episodes. It seemed very soapy to me, and I was like... I messaged... Mm -hmm. uh, There's uh, two guys in Utah that I I befriended on Twitter, and I call Mm -hmm. them my uh, Team Double R Diner, and... I, nice. I messaged them. I was like, because they were coaching me through, like, you got to watch this. You got to look for this. Wait, you know, make it mm-hmm. to this episode. And I, I messaged them many times. And I was like, dude, I'm going to tap out. This shit's stupid. And the one guy said, he, the one guy said, he goes, it's like a soap opera, man. You, and, I, and that reframed it. And I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And then it's a satire. Of yeah, a soap yeah, it is. That's, a, that's let's be accurate. clear. Yeah, you're right. It's okay. Well, and, okay. Sorry. And for me, it it, vo- it it invokes a lot of nostalgia from the early '90s because yes. I was I was old enough that I know what the aesthetics were, which is weird because it's mm-hmm. a show that seems to be about like '50s culture, but it's not at the same time. Yeah, yeah, super lynchy. Yeah. you know what I mean. He's so, he's so anachronistic. He's like, I think we should all be in the '50s, except kind of not, and all fucked up and weird. And you're like, okay, David Lynch, whatever, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know. And, and I had seen. I feel like it's been in all his movies. I, you know? I had seen. I never liked David Lynch, and and I had seen um, when I was a teenager. I watched Lost Highway. Prime. This interview is over. <laughs> I've changed my tune. I promise. <laughs> I, just when joking. I watched, uh, I watched Lost Highway primarily because I, I liked the it. soundtrack to the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. oh yeah, and um, so good. Yeah, and I didn't understand. Name it, this though. tattoo then. Uh, Name I can't that. See it. Uh, oh, uh, damn! There we go. Can you see hardcore. it? That's fucking. Is that your, yeah, is that your Twin Peaks tattoo? I got Twin Peaks, and then this is Lost Highway. It's actually, uh, oh my god, I can't do, I can't show you. It's a fermata, but actually, when you see for a second, I don't even remember it. When he, I didn't see it. I've watched that movie a million times, and then suddenly one night, like twenty twenty during pandemic, I see Bill Pullman hands him the phone, and he's got that fermata tattoo on his fang, his finger, and I was like, how do I not have that tattoo? I love Bill Pullman, (laughs) and then gave myself that tattoo and the Twin Peaks one on the same night watching Lost Highway. Anyway, oh, did you have your own uh, needle? Yeah, I just did a stick oh, and poke. Man. I was married to a tattoo so... artist. For oh, a really? Time. Oh, okay. <laughs> fucking yeah, punk rock. I love it. it. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so <laughs> it's cool. But yeah, that's no one ever knows that one. They're like, oh, that's Twin Peaks. I'm like, but this one. Yeah, this I, I watched highway. it. When and they're like, it looks I like a boo. I watched it when it came out on, on VHS to rent. Is <laughs> when I, I mean, we're talking, I don't know, what, 96? I have no idea. It was so long ago. Oh, God. And yeah. Then, a million and years ago. And then I had seen, uh, my dad had Blue Velvet. I watched it when I was a kid, but it was primarily because I was you know, a horny kid. I was just waiting for the sex scenes, <laughs> uh, which is a oh, fucked yeah. up movie to like watch when you're a kid trying to watch sex scenes. <laughs> um, it would make you a comp. You'll take <laughs> yeah, whatever exactly. you can get. I know. You're like, um, seriously. And then, 
Um, yeah, and then Twin Peaks, and then, as you know, most of the episodes in season one and two aren't actually directed by David Lynch. Uh, right. They're they're very Lynchian feeling for some reason. I don't know how they pulled that right. off, but they did. And and I was still like, ah, this isn't for me, but I'll keep watching. And the season one, two had lots of highs and lows for me and times where I was really intrigued and times where I was like, this is fucking dumb. Then I watched Fire Walk with me and the, my fucking brain blew out the back of my skull. I said, what yeah. is this? And that's what, you know, that was a yeah. David Lynch movie. And I said, holy shit. Yeah. That was fucking nuts. Yeah. This is what he wanted to do, I think, the whole time. You know what I mean? My favorite Have fucking no movie. rules. It's so good. <laughs> so on Halloween, um, I don't know when I started watching. It was in November of 22. I make it through season one, season two, fire walk with me. Then I'm excited to watch season three because I'm like, okay, Lynch did all of these. This is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And the first yeah. couple episodes were. And then <laughs> here comes Dougie. And I'm like, dude, what am I? <laughs> oh, Everyone hates, hates Dougie. Can I give you my? I hated Listen. him too. Okay. Can I give you guys my theory sure. on Dougie? And I think it holds up. All right. What happens when Cooper finally comes around and comes out of his coma or whatever, and he's not Dougie, what happens? You're talking about like episodes 15, 16-ish? Yeah. Late, late, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, so he's like, I am the FBI. Everyone cheers. We're crying. Tears in our eyes. He goes and he solves the problem in one episode. Okay. So you really want him, that's what Dougie was for, is to have Kyle in it without being the superhero that we know Coop is, that we want him to be, if he was in episode one as the FBI, it would have just been one episode because he fucking ties it all up too quick, right? Yeah. And I think David Lynch wanted him to be that superhero, but wanted him in the series, didn't want to wrap it up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that's why they did Dougie. Is so you still get your Kyle MacLachlan. You still get this weird Tulpa thing, but also he's like, listen, as soon as Dale's back, he's going to fuck shit up. He's been in the lodge for 25 years planning everything he's going to do. He's a man in black. He's a genius. He's coming out swinging, which is exactly what happened. The show would have been two episodes long. Huh. I like it. I, right? It sounds... It's like it's like who killed right. Laura Palmer. Once you know, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. I'm with that. So I think he had to he had to he had to give us some time because he knew as soon as Dale's back, it was just gonna be like, okay, save the day and then go fuck shit up yeah. again, which I loved as well. What year is this? Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then you get to see him be Mr. C, which was just like a. And then you get to see Mr. C, which was like, oh, oh. Yeah. So the, good. The, the, so the season three. The first few episodes I loved, Dougie comes along, I'm losing interest. Episode eight hits, it blows uh -uh. my mind again because it's the, you know, the atomic bomb. It's, yeah. You know, the nine yeah. inch nails. Pederecki. The bomb. Yeah. And yeah. that, of course, ties us into so many occult conspiracies about Jack Parsons and opening up portals yes. and doorways, which yeah. I think is. Jack Parsons is one of my obsessions. Oh, like, yeah? Jack Parsons is like one of my top tier obsessions. Yeah, yes. I'm with you on that. So yeah, I, I just finished Strange Angel. I finally watched Strange Angel. That is on my shelf. Yeah. I have the book. I have the the rockets and the sex, love and rockets, and I think I've strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the shelf. Yeah, I read through yeah, both yeah. of those books too, and and um, another one. I don't know. If, have you read the Marjorie Wild. Cameron book, Wormwood Star? No, no, oh, not you yet. Read I just that. You'd love that. On her. You'd love yeah. that. I bet it's a great book, dude. But the, it's all of that is so crazy, and I love Twin Peaks. Went there. I mean, I, I'm pretty skeptical and it's hard for me to be fully convinced on many things. Uh, like I'm like 
I'm like 90% there on I don't think we put a man on the moon. Uh, but with the aliens thing, mm-hmm. I do, I'm like 95% that something to do with Jack Parsons opening up portals and the atomic bomb did something mm-hmm. that, uh, something, they figured out how to facilitate contact through ritual magic and opening up portals and mm-hmm. science and CERN and all this weird shit. And I think that the main, the the population, the world, the world, you know, uh civilization we're i I don't want to say we're i don't want to sound crass like we're too stupid to understand it so they treat us like babies but that's kind of how they i think they look at it is there yeah Yeah. i do think you know people are generally not able to handle this i I mean kind of yeah i mean and and i'm not above it either but i i do think that they are i think that i think the illuminati or whoever look at most people that are just on the hamster wheel you know fulfilling the capitalist nine to five fantasy as just peons that don't really have the capability of understanding what they're doing or why they're doing it they i mean exactly it's exactly right you know and same mm -hmm. as always with the ruling Mm -hmm. class and it's just Mm -hmm. like you're just part of the machine and they want to keep you that way so it's like they're not going to educate you to figure it out either you know right like like what would they what benefit would they have to let us know all this crazy stuff that they're doing like at best they they would raise a you know, people would raise a fuss and be like, wait a minute, you're opening portals and talking work to anymore. angels and demons and aliens? Fuck that. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> At least, like, I'm not going to work tomorrow, you know? And that's a lot what, well, it's actually a lot what William Bromley talks about why it's been hidden, because he's like, if we knew all the power we had, if we knew all these things, we wouldn't go to fucking work, we wouldn't be, sli- like, again, we, would, we wouldn't even fear death, because we'd be like, fuck it, coming back anyway, you know? Like, he was like, you wouldn't even fear these things if you knew the, like, potential that humans had and I've always believed that and that's why I don't fucking listen to the man it's like and that's why you know I'm a weirdo my whole life like I've never drank tap water oh wow <laughs> and people think I'm weird and yes I'm really dehydrated a lot and I get that and I work I, but you know I carry spring water now but I like I've never ever ever liked it ever drank it and now I'm like ah vindicated they put weird shit in our tap water <laughs> like again am I nuts no so it's like you're right most people just don't care when they even are faced with the information that like drinking tap water is bad or eating shitty meat you know is bad for you like i'm and i'm not even being all vegan or nothing i'm just saying if you eat shit meat it's bad right and and that's that's where so like i tried we tried to go vegan at our house simply um like we love animals and i do feel bad that i enjoy eating meat because i i hate that if i had to kill my own meat for the i'd be a vegan like hands down right but like because there's that not, barrier not john uh, i don't i don't enjoy it it's like i'll bash that <laughs> goddamn <laughs> snake with a stick no i know i'm just i'm sorry but oh yeah get, i just get, i gotta get, get shit. where i'm coming from on yeah. that and and i i yes. when in fact when uh beyond me was first sort of created i i tried it and i was like this isn't bad i can do this like i actually mm-hmm. um was using the beyond mm-hmm. me but then like the more I learned about nutrition, the more I'm like, well, I I I mm. don't. It has like soybean oil and stuff in it, and it's pro- ultra mm. processed. Like that's not healthy either. It's still a cheeseburger. That's what I tell people. Yeah. It's still a cheeseburger. Yeah. So just have one once in a while, because you wouldn't eat cheeseburgers yeah. all the time and, anyway. And what a lot of people it's like a lot of people were. Um, man, what was what was happening? There was a time where I think Bill Gates was looking at, um, trying to like make feces into meat or something do you remember this? they just finished some kind of lab grown meat uh somewhere they actually yeah it was chicken right <laughs> what? yes uh, yeah. chicken 
they're serving it in San Francisco. Actually, is one of the places I'm yeah, gonna it's eat up it. Here. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a blog. I'm gonna go eat it. <laughs> You're brave. I don't give a fuck, dude. I love science. What the fuck is it gonna be? Any worse than a nu- chicken nugget I grew up on? Come on. I mean, uh, uh, can't. whatever's in here, you know. Come on. I mean, I, I do. I do think that like <laughs> you, you can't be too crazy about because because you're gonna put. Oh, yeah something processed in your body one way or another like it's almost yeah. impossible to not I love, I love gas station chili i love nacho cheese fucking That's whatever you know what i'm saying i'm gonna be like oh i'm gonna eat 7-eleven yeah. nacho yeah but it. i'm not gonna eat yeah. the fake chicken come on now of course i'm gonna try but, it i gotta try i gotta but, know but like food know. was one of my bigger conspiracies when i was younger and mm-hmm. it was Same. um and and I just found the irony that a lot of people, a lot of the sort of pro meat, uh, you know, alpha bro type folks who were like, no, meat's the way to go. They were like, they were make they were making fun of other stuff because uh, the fecal, I don't know, something about fecal matter. And you know, if you read like Fast Food Nation, they'll talk about how how the actual process of uh, those uh, cattle, uh, what do you call it, slaughterhouses work, oh, and course, they end yeah. up accidentally yeah. cutting lots of stomachs and organs open, and then fecal matter yeah. gets in the meat, so they oh, irradiate it to kill are, off. Yeah. But you're actually eating shit when you eat meat. All the time. There's actual shit in All there. the time. Yeah, it's just yeah. safe to All eat shit. All the time. Shit. It is. So everyone just. Yeah, exactly. Down. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Have you recently experienced missing time? I don't know where I was most of last Thursday after my Zumba class. Has your butthole become sore and swollen from unwanted anal probing? I had to buy a standing desk for work. Are you scared to go out into the wilderness for fear of being abducted? Maybe you have recovered memories of ETs and unexplained craft? All of the above. Then this is a product for you. Introducing the only field-tested ET deterrent currently on the market not currently involved in a class action lawsuit. UF No. UF No fits conveniently in any purse or mid-sized pocket, so you can always be ready for sudden alien encounters. UF No is a polycarbon sheath that when used properly will interfere with most ET location detection methods. The space age technology uses nano cameras to act as the ultimate camouflage, making you nearly invisible, as long as you remain completely still. UF No covers and disables human musk, thermal signatures, 92% of ET microchip technology not useful in Zeta Reticuli and Gorgon Tech, hyperventilating, nervous farts, fear burps, sneezes, even if they end in sharts and oopsie poops that are often associated with being scared shitless. Simply wrap yourself as tight as you can in our patented, slightly breathable UF No sheath and wait out the nightmare. Just listen to these lab-tested results. I do not comprehend. I was just detecting a viable human bubble 3.4 yards away, but now I'm no longer getting any readings. Curious. Affirmative. I, too, am confused, for I no longer smell the disgusting monkey funk that is Homo sapien. Let us move on to the next room in hopes of a successful probing. Affirmative. Listen to these testimonials. I can finally poo without crying. I no longer have flashes of my hybrid alien baby while driving to my job. Thanks, UFO. Now I can work at the power plant without worrying about waking up in a different zip code. Thanks, UFO. Now I can finally go camping with my buddies again without fear of deep anal penetration or needles in my eyeballs. Do not use UFO if you currently plan on raising an indigo child, Starseed, as it will seriously burn them out. Do not use UFO if you have been recently in front of a microwave, a dishwasher, 24 karat gold, 
or 32 ounce beverage containers. Discontinue use if you are still being abducted while using UFNO, as you are likely being taken by reptilians and your attempts to evade them are futile and will only ensure an increased wrath. Do not use UFNO for extended periods of time. As a result, you may experience uh, pustules and boils. Itchy nostrils, shriveled eyelids, and death. Do not use while being probed by anything other than aliens. Some users may experience a hideous rash shaped like Abe Lincoln, feet hands, chronological thong disorder, easily bruised flabber bits, and a propensity for piles of pancakes and alliteration. Do not use if you're French. Do not use if currently possessed or lactating. Get, Get yours today, today and keep the ETs away. away. Uh, I'm almost done with my journey. So season three, episode eight pulls me back in and then I'm kind of losing interest again. But then by the last two or three episodes, again, just mind blowing. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know yeah. how to dissect this because there's just no way to do it quickly. I just um, people who've seen it know what I'm saying. It's like, I, I don't know. It gives me chills. Like, I just don't I don't know how to not, words can't yeah. express. And and since I finished it, I've yeah. rewatched and, and, I, and it was, you know, it's 52 hours ish for all of it. I finished it and I wasn't usually when I watch a film to do a show on it, I'll take notes right off the bat. I'll start taking notes. And I wasn't really doing that because I was sick and I was just like trying to suffer through and like get through the day. Like whatever. Let me just turn on Twin Peaks. And I made it through and I thought, (laughs) man, there's something going on there. There's a lot I could talk about, but I'm not watching another 52 hours. And then I tried to move on back to like, you know, I watched a lot of 70s and 80s horror movies over (laughs) over and over again. And I I tried to, but my, (laughs) my heart was still in Twin Peaks. And I said, it does something to you, <laughs> right? You don't want to yeah. leave. I said, what the fuck? I said, okay. So I refired it up, took notes. And then, then I watched it a third time. Now I'm on my fourth viewing since, you know, November of last year. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's, I don't even know. Like it's so complex. There's it's so many comforting. layers to it. It's, it's comforting. comforting. The, I, you know what I love the most is season I, one and two, the, yeah. the soundtrack, the, uh, Angelo Baldamenti's soundtrack is uh i don't know it it does something i don't know what it is yeah it's just so i don't know it's coming from such a a pure artistic weird spiritual place i think as well and so when you put all that together and then like to me and there's a lot of horrible people in twin peaks but the the core people that i loved in this show always give me like I wish I could live someplace where there was a town full of people who had my back you know what I mean where you fucking did talk I mean it sounds corny and I am kind of corny it's like I am a hippie you know like I I wish I could have like that kind of like faith in humanity that the cops were nice people like and like we're talking about Andy is one of my favorite characters he's a fucking angel like he's literally one of the most purest of heart human beings like he's crying when they find Laura. Like I just fucking love him because you'd wish in some world that there is actually a cop like that, you know, or like mm-hmm. that there's someone there's that these like a bunch of kind hearted men who want to solve this this fucking murder, not because they were all having sex with her or whatever, but because they actually cared about this person, this woman, this young woman or whatever. And they don't vilify her for being a drug addict. They don't vilify her for being a sex worker. They're like, no, she's still important, which we kind of know isn't actually the fucking case, right? It's like, Mm -hmm. just heard about that cop who hit that girl, right? 26 year old and was like, oh, she wasn't worth anything anyway, you know? And it's like, that's what I'm used to. So I feel like, Twin Peaks gives me this place to go where I'm like, there is a, there is a Cooper. There is a fucking, there's a bunch of people that might care 
about battling evil instead of being a part of it you know and that makes me feel good and i want to go there a lot (laughs) i I guess you know you bring up an interesting point because like (laughs) i said i'm still formulating my thoughts on it and i'm I'm writing a book on it Mm -hmm. i'm already um judging by my notes i'm already like this is already the longest book i've written ironically it'll be my 10th Mm -hmm. book which season three you know that's a very the number of completion two five three two fifty three i just that's right. Yeah. I just listened to that one again. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> the, the, um, you bring up a good point that I'm just now kind of putting in my head is that the cops are mostly the, the, the I, I want to say like the only ones that aren't living these sort of dual lives of having affairs. You know, Truman's messing around with Josie a little bit. I don't know if that's, but he's not married. So they're both, they're both single. Yeah, they are. Yeah. That's, that's true. true. They, are. they are both single. Yeah. Her husband's it, dead, yo. It, it just seems like it's scandalous because they're keeping it a secret, yeah. but it's actually, that's just their choice, right? To keep it they're private. They're just being weird. Yeah. yeah, they're just being weirdos about yeah. it. Because she's so mysterious and she has to hide. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Have, have you have any of you gone up to Snoqualmie Falls, to the actual Twin Peaks? Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Oh, okay. No. We it's just came back to the West Coast. We were on the East Coast for a few years. So oh, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a lot easier now that we're up. We're here. We can just get up there. You you guys faster. were both in Connecticut. No, no, I grew up there. I grew up in Connecticut. Lou grew up in um, California. Oh. Okay. And Area. then. Bay Area, and then I came out here, met her, and then we both moved to New York City to see how that oh, was, okay. and that was terrible. And then I went back to Connecticut to take care of my mom, and Lou went back to California. And then I was like, "Hey, mom, you know there's this place called California. It's way better than here." And she was like, "Okay." And so now she's out here with me, <laughs> hanging out. Okay. Plus, she really loves Lupe. Like Lupe, she calls her her daughter and shit. Like they're like, she's like part of the family. So we have a lot of fun. She's really awesome and really she's... easy to like get along with enjoy have uh-huh. fun like she's she's a gamer like a board <laughs> no gamer way. okay uh, <laughs> yeah and a video she used to play video games but now that she's 83 her eyes are so bad that she says the screen goes too fast and she can't play super mario anymore oh so, yeah. darn it there's a new super um, mario coming out too in october <laughs> new side scroller she can't do it no. she got she has a switch but she was like it's too fast for me now oh, and i was like man, oh, that's a bummer oh, yeah. Yeah. anyway yeah. so that's what happened so we were back and forth and that's our story oh, okay. um but uh <laughs> now we're back and we'll probably go up there it's been one of my dreams to go up there but i was gonna say because you it sounds like if you're from if you're living in northern california you're not that far you, i don't think no it's a not. it's a drive it's a long drive but i've been up to washington in a drive before i mean it's definitely worth getting okay. up there to see it yeah okay. yeah yeah we'll get there yeah yeah because yeah. i think they're doing a festival again in um february of 24 they're starting it yeah. up again oh maybe that's a good Girl. reason to get there huh it Hell is yeah. happening again yeah. Yeah. blunt letters does the festival yeah you Holy should do that that'd be that cool be awesome. yeah someone's got to do it because i want to see what it's about I, I don't think i'm going to be able to make it up yeah. there but i'd like to do one of these years but yeah i, I saw yeah. man i followed an account on twitter and it's a guy who seemed to be plugged into it and he said yeah feb Mark it, mark it on the calendar, February 24th, they're doing the festival again, because they haven't done it since 2019, from what I understand. That's right. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it stopped during the pandemic yeah. times. They shut oh. it down. On Reddit, they say that Showtime shut it down. It wasn't the pandemic. I don't know if that's true. Oh. They said Showtime shut it down. Showtime. I don't know. Because didn't season Idiots. three come out like 2019? 2017. Oh. 17. Yeah, yeah, maybe that wouldn't. Maybe that doesn't make sense. The pandemic makes the most maybe. sense. But... That's what I yeah. thought. I didn't think it was like a copyright thing or something. Yeah, why was would like, Don't why would Showtime care? It. 
You can't enjoy yeah, this. Right. Yeah. Stop enjoying this. Stop it's, promoting our thing yeah. for free. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I I keep expecting uh, people to do that to our show. Be like Snoop Dogg. Be like, yo, bitch, stop talking about Indago. I am not gonna. I'm not going to sponsor you. And please stop putting my your my name in your mouth. What's yeah. In, what's like, I'm like, What is that? Oh, it's a delicious oh. gin brought to you by Snoop oh, really? Dogg. <laughs> Strawberry <laughs> yeah. flavored. It's really good. <laughs> all right. It's and not... then we drink it all the time. And then we try to shout out to Snoop Dogg, like, come on, sponsor us. You know, like, give us some free gin. But it's not like he's listening. Yeah, so. You never know. Yeah. It doesn't have, like, sugar in it or anything. Like, it's not, like, syrupy. It's just, like, really, like, strawberry flavored, and it mixes well with everything. We haven't mixed it with something we oh, don't okay. like yet. I don't really mess with gin too much. I don't, I don't know why. I can't get into gin, but I'll try it sometime. Yeah. It's, Snoop it's Dogg. Like, get a little bottle. Yeah. Yeah, get a oh we, yeah they have the little sample size I call them sample size travel size whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Sample> <laughs> <size>. <laughs> yeah I could try one of those yeah, that's funny but, but yeah this would be yeah. the first fall since I've seen Twin Peaks so I mean oh. I, I don't know I, I don't know what the I don't know what the right time to sort of rewatch it because I've been on a cycle of rewatching it since I first saw it because right. every time I go to watch something else I'll be you know I try to watch that. Uh, uh, that new Evil Dead movie. I was about a half hour in, and I was just like, man, fuck this. Oh, Evil Dead yeah. Rise? <laughs> Dude, I made so many menopause jokes during that. I saw it in a the theater, and then the girl would be like freaking out, and they'd be all this blood, and I'd be like, menopause. And like everyone would just start laughing in the theater. Like, it was just so silly. I loved it. I like that movie, but I have. I have a lot of room for ridiculousness with horror movies. I do. Yeah, I, it's I not do. a ton that I I, I like the uh, I think they're doing a new Strangers trilogy. I want to watch that because I like the first. I like the. Oh. Did you see the second Strangers movie yet? I Play didn't even know that existed. Yeah. Stra- no. Oh, yeah. You gotta see oh. it. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, so the Strangers yeah, one awesome. is is absolutely terrifying. Um, ho- home okay. invasion movie is it, it'll make you scared to death. <gasps> Oh, I yeah, saw it in the yeah, theaters. Yeah, yeah. And it was okay, like, okay. Fuck, that was awful. Like scary awful, you know? Yeah. And um yeah. they had a sequel and I think I went straight to video and I was like, eh, I'm not gonna watch that. And then someone told me, like, no, dude, you gotta watch the sequel. And I watched it and I was like, awesome. fuck, this is almost better than the first than the original. Damn. Um, yeah, so yeah, you gotta, gotta watch, watch the sequel. It. It's I mean it's way different, oh, but it's really good. Um that's okay. I like I like yeah. a sequel. Oh, yeah, fuck so they're yeah. Do, they're doing a new straight a new Strangers trilogy is what they said mm-hmm. next year, and then uh, you know the Exorcist movies coming out. I want to see that. Yeah, I'm I'm super into horror Me movies. Me too. I just, oh my yeah. god. I'm in Twin Peaks mode, yeah. and I just can't stop. I got you, man. I got well. You know my other podcast is. I know. Horror, I so. know. That's why yeah. I wanted to talk and spin <laughs> a little horror movie. Our yeah, we we ours is a little ridiculous. You know, obviously we're more. There's a lot of experts out there but no one's as funny as me and my old best friend i've known my other best friend is my other co-host i've known him since we were four years old so like it's we're like a mind meld yeah so anyway he's my other host and it's ridiculous but it's good he's like an encyclopedia of horror yeah i i've 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 subscribed to uh blunt letters and what's the other show called Believe with me i'm subscribed to both but as you probably know i I actually don't consume a lot of podcasts um i understand I don't I'm constantly either. researching. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm constantly um, like, I've listened to the um, the three Twin Peaks audiobooks, uh, Secret Diary of Laura Palmer, mm-hmm. which is fucking amazing, um, Secret so History good. of Twin Peaks, and Final Dossier. I I I've been listening to those. I I've made it through twice so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought those. I couldn't help myself. Yeah, 
They're so pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got I've got the, the I've got the hardbacks too. I, I got to get Secret oh Diary yeah. on, so on paperback, but I don't or whatever. That's gonna be hard. Is to it find. hard to find? I used to have it. I think so. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Um. It's. Yeah. So it's so yeah. I I I am subscribed to both of your shows. I just haven't. I, I listened to the Jowdy episode oh, okay. and I was I was like hell yeah this is good like you guys did a great job with that episode so I'm so. I'm stoked Thank to listen you. to yeah. the uh, Naked yeah. and Afraid episode now because oh yeah a lot of, oh they're fun yeah. yeah get ready for some I can't talk. wait I, <laughs> I've seen yeah. almost yeah. every episode I wonder if I've even seen Gerbil I wonder if I've even seen yours I'm sure you probably I have. bet yeah I bet and then we have a whole episode with Sarah too yeah. Sarah Bartel was uh, on Naked and Afraid a oh, lot really? as well. Mm-hmm. And she was just on the last one standing. She was the last woman standing, actually. Oh, see, I, I kind of tapped out on watching it a couple years ago when they started sort of branching out and doing the sort of, you know. Yeah, yeah they did a lot of spinoffs and stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I only watch it when Gerbil or Sarah on. I'm not even going to lie. I literally only watch it for you I guys. Even, I, I have really no idea about any other episodes. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. going to lie. I'm like a fan of you guys, but. Um, I do like yeah, I don't... the show. And I like having friends that I feel yeah. like even if we lost everything, even our clothes, we could survive together and it'd be cool. <laughs> I'm like, I'm hanging out with you during the apocalypse. So, it's like... so I don't want to hijack the whole show into the Naked and Afraid since you guys already recorded a show. But, Gerald, did you did you make it the whole, was it 21 days? Yeah, I did two of them. I did 21 and then I did another one of, uh, I did 40 in another one. No way. Yeah. In fucking Africa. Yeah, in South Africa. Oh, yeah. fucking Africa. Sick. What's, yeah, it was wild. Feet. What, what, what season episode? I, I I'll just type it in here and check it out. Uh, the go. twenty-one days. I'm um, season eleven, episode nineteen. All right, cool. And then um, I'm on uh, the XL spinoff, season six. Okay, cool. I'll check yeah. it out, man. Yeah, I, I'm stoked because yeah, yeah. I my my wife start, got me turned on to those shows a long time ago, and I was like, I was glued to it because I watch uh I watch Survivor and the Challenge. Yeah, I, I used to love that shit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you can see how cool Gerbil is. Yeah, hell yeah. You'd be like this, could be like this dude's so chill. Like yeah, all yeah. these dudes posturing and being all machismo, and then Gerbil's like, um, I'm making sure everyone's hydrated and I found some honey, <laughs> and it's like, what? Yeah, cool. <laughs> gotta stay, gotta stay cool, you know. <laughs> this guy's the best. That's I was like, I want to be best you friends. Know, with you know what's the best is yeah. so my wife got me into it because um I was in the military, right? And uh-huh. he was telling me she was watching the Naked and Afraid, and I'm like, what are you watching? She tells me. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then she was like, you wouldn't believe this show, man. And I'm like, why? And she's like, these chicks outperform the guys almost every time. I was like, they do? And she's like, she's like yeah. So, and a new episode was starting up. And they were introducing the characters. And the guy was like some, you know, Marine Recon Special Forces guy. And the chick- I know exactly which episode you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she goes, she, and I go, oh, you're telling me this chick's going to outdo the Marine dude? And she goes, yeah, watch. I go, no fucking way. So I sit down and start watching it. And like, sure enough, within like five days, homeboy gets sunburned and taps out. Oh, he was like purple. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He got, I mean, to be fair, oh, he was like purple. Oh. Yeah. But he, it was like, that was, was actually that... one of like the first few episodes. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Was that was that your teammates other No, show? no, that Suzanne? was that oh. was very similar Suzanne? though. Yeah. Okay, yes. cuz I know Suzanne had a similar shit. Yeah. I ain't dealing with this shit again. Yeah, dude. I ain't dealing with men <laughs> again, but then she was like, I'll deal yeah, with John. Yeah, we'll, because we'll get okay. like yeah. so we'll get so like <laughs> fixated on like chopping this one piece of wood and it happens every time somebody'll spend 3 hours trying to chop a giant tree down and then just pass out <laughs> and you're done. Every fucking <laughs> every episode is the men finding the hardest possible stupidest way to do something and the women going, "You could just have done this yeah. hours ago." <laughs> 
like, and the women just being like, okay, you're yeah. going to be eliminated if you I'm die, so, so I'm just going to let you do. It changed my whole perspective on on how to uh, how tough women are because yeah. I watched enough episodes and I was like, unbelievable. Like I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea it's, women were so fucking tough yeah. and the men were tapping yeah. out the way yeah. they were. Um, so. Do, haven't you ever seen a, a hang out at a tattoo parlor long enough? True. Like you'll <laughs> never see a woman pass out. But I, my first husband was a tattoo artist. I've seen the biggest macho is dudes. They always pass out. Oh, wow. They they fucking can't go through it. They throw up. I've never Dude. seen a woman ever ah. be like that. And they've it's like we're just built to endure. I, so, honestly, there's, so. there's something to be said for it. Yeah, yeah. Women women handle that stuff pretty yeah. good. Are you a fan of all things horror? Do you love getting goosebumps and feeling the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? Then you won't want to miss Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters new podcast, Bleed With Me. Join Michaela and her guests as she takes you on a journey through the darkest corners of the human psyche, exploring the twisted and terrifying world of horror. From supernatural creatures to serial killers, Bleed With Me will leave you on the edge of your seat and begging for more. So turn off the lights, grab your headphones, and join Michaela Superstar of the Blunt Letters for Bleed With Me. Listen now on your favorite podcast app. So I finished season three. I, I, I watched it a second time through, and I it was when I read the books. That's what I was going to go with that. Yeah. It was when I read the books mm-hmm. that I was fully all in, and I said, I, I talked to my wife. I said, dude, I said, babe, I got to, I got to, uh, I didn't say dude, I said babe. I said, babe, <laughs> babe, dude. I, I have to do a project on this, but this is going to be the biggest project I've ever done. I mean, this is there's so yeah. much to talk about. It's because originally I was working on a course at the beginning of the year. Um, I had already I had already formulated an outline for a, a course. You know, like a lot of these online uh, uh, personalities, they'll sell courses, you know, oh, yeah. and I follow a lot of mm-hmm. uh, like smart passive income podcasts and all these sort of income bro things and mm-hmm. <laughs> and one thing a lot you'll see a lot is like a lot of people will make tons of passive money selling courses so i thought i don't know that's an oh. interesting idea but but like i'm also i'm also kind of quasi anti-capitalist so it kind of makes me cringe right. to think about selling this thing for 300 mm. bucks to somebody so oh yeah mm-hmm. i don't like that I'm but that's sure. how they do it i don't know but either way i was like i'm gonna start building it out and i'll figure out what the pricing is when it's all said and done and I've got this whole outline and I started working on it and then this whole Twin Peaks thing takes over and I said I I got I got to <laughs> change it up. I was like I got I'm going to do I'm going to do a Twin Peaks analysis but that's going to be the course basically because it's Yeah, that I was going to say that'd it, be cool. It goes through everything. We took a class. Someone actually bought me a class. Remember Lou for my yeah, birthday? He, for he Twin bought, Peaks. He bought me a Twin Peaks like lecture class oh, no for way. my birthday. We all watched it on a Zoom together because I'm a nerd and that's kind of shit my friends buy me for my birthday. <laughs> Man, I wish I had nerd friends like that. <laughs> Aww, just stick around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was the course like? Was it just a lecture for like an hour a- or something? Yeah, it was like about an hour or so, okay. and it was about like Freemason symbolism in Twin Peaks and stuff. And you know, it was all right. It was pretty good. Okay. There's, they got nothing on you. It was like black and white duality, and I was like, "No shit, Sherlock." No, you know, it was very just like, "Yeah, oh, you're nah, too nah, black nah. belt for that." Um, it was like watching Barbie. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, feminism. Too much Ken." You know, it's like I do <laughs> yeah, too much. Right? Like, yeah. If I was 12, I would have been blown away. Well, there's but, a yeah. there's a Michaela. There's a book um, called uh, "Secrets of the Real." I'm trying to read "Secrets of the Real Black Lodge <laughs> Revealed" by um, 
Uh, Alan Greenfield and Olaf Phillips. Ooh. Yeah, it's just it just released um, on Amazon. You can get it. Uh, it's it's got Twin Peaks references in there. I haven't started reading it yet. I bought it. I just got it in the mail, oh. and I know there's Twin Peaks talk in there for sure. I've seen the images when you fan through the book. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's. I, I found it curious because I was like, oh, that's weird because there's you know as you know there's tons of podcasts about Twin Peaks. There's a probably a million analyses on YouTube. I haven't watched any of the analysis on YouTube yet because I want to finish my own sort of perspective mm-hmm. on it, which I'm sure won't be that fucking original. I'm sure other people have come to similar conclusions, but whatever. Um, right. I want to sort of find my own path through it. And and the one I did hear in passing, because I listened to, I tried a few of the Twin Peaks podcasts and... Mm-hmm. Um, the one I like, shit, I forget the fucking name of it. There's one I like more than other. So Diane was pretty good. I don't know if you ever heard that mm-hmm. one. They Mm-mm. heard about it from you. On oh, your okay. Podcast. Oh, you listen to that <laughs> yeah. one? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I got it hooked. When you when you started talking about Twin Peaks, I was like, okay, I'll I'll be on Patreon. Now. Oh, that's cool. Exactly. Thank you. I used to listen to the free feed. We were drunk in bed. Remember? And I tried yeah. to sign us up, and I was like, God, you faded. And then you're like, you're all right. And I was like, no. I was too drunk to sign up. <laughs> I just passed out my phone in my hand. Yeah. Anyway. So so yeah, that's when we got we went back. <laughs> that's funny. So I I listened to most of the Diane episodes and it's like, you know, like three English people and they they kind of walk through the episodes and they generally talk about, you know, how the thing was done, how it was shot, very sort of film schoolish. Mm-hmm. Uh but the, there's like one or two guys on there. I don't I, I think it's that show. I'm, I'm getting confused. There's somebody on that one that knows occult stuff. Like they'll casually drop this whole thing. Like, oh, this is a reference to the, you know, the Kabbalah Malkuth Sephirot. And I'm like, what? And then they don't go any further into it. I'm like, really? I'm not going to deal this back into and, and I listen to every, almost every episode and they, Damn. it's like they do that. And I'm like, bro, like no one's going to go into this. Okay, fine. And then I started listening to a That's different wild. one. But anyways, most of those Twin Peaks podcasts that I've heard, and I haven't listened to all of mm-hmm. them, no one goes deep into the occult concepts, which blows my mind because I'm like, "That's what Me this too. is all about." Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's the most interesting part about yes. this is that is that stuff, and that's why we were like, "We're only talking about Jowdy. We're only talking about the weird shit." Yeah, man. like. Again, like, who cares about, yeah, 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 like, the ideas of American family, doodle, doodle, doodle. I was like, I want to know about how evil started, where it came from. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm into this whole mysticism. I want to know what the Black Lodge is. Like, I want to know what the white, you know, so, yeah, it's like, I don't give a shit. It's it's some weird sort of, I don't know if litmus test is the right term, but it's some weird thing that Lynch and Frost created where it's almost like they've got this root occult story that's fascinating about good and evil and this right. cosmic battle and there's right. so much going on it's almost like everything's a distraction and only some of us are are staring at the right, right. part of this storyline and saying wait a minute what the fuck are you saying right now and <laughs> yeah. Then yeah. you read yeah. the books and you're like holy shit this is exactly what i thought it was and then exactly anyway so like it's so good. The, all the Briggs stuff, the Men in Black with like the other Dougie, the old Dougie, you know, from the book. All Wait, that. The, the whole the, you thing. talking about Bobby Briggs? You, no, you know how they no, always Doug, reuse the names? Doug's, the mayor, the, the mayor's mayor, brother. Doug, oh, Mil, oh uh, Milford? 
Doug Milford. Dougie Milford. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they reuse names all the time. So not oh, the, a new you're Dougie. You're right. Yeah, there's Dougie, Dougie and Doug Milford. I didn't yeah. even catch yeah, that. He loves to fuck. I think it's a comment on how we're. I mean, I know that that Lynch has talked a little about Burroughs, and he's also another person I'm. In, I love William S. Burroughs. Uh, and his whole ideology of like sometimes you can just toss weird shit out into the universe and it will make sense on its own in a way like I feel like Lince is, is very much like that where he'll just throw these ideas that are coming to him and they somehow do formulate mm-hmm. some sort of sense in the universe right mm-hmm. and so I think he has a lot to do with that uh, and it reminds me of this whole like Burroughs feel of like everyone's interchangeable it's like one of the things that Burroughs talks about he's like everyone's interchangeable it's all hair and in clothes you know he's like it's like there could be a million bobs right but they're all the same bob and so i feel like he took a little bit of that from william s burroughs and now we have like the different bobs the different mics we have the two duggies and i'm like it's such a funny like weird like is that part of his duality is that part of him being like we're all just pieces of each it's like i don't know why he does it but i I find it completely endearing yeah like weird and it was really confusing when i first watched the first season because there's two bobs and two mics and i was like yes who mm-hmm. and 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 tell me if, if i'm crazy but when i when i watched the first season i was really confused on the females like they all seemed like they looked the same to me and i don't now that i've watched it four yeah. times i'm like why did i think that but the first time i watched it, i was confused i was like wait a minute no that's audrey and i'm like no that's donna yeah. and i'm i just They're got really changeable and I feel yeah. like that's Weird. some ongoing thing in this that I'm not sure I understand yet, where it's like all these people are sort of interchangeable or these pieces are interchangeable somehow. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't that, know. It's that, odd. That's, it's very that, So you said Lynch. I, I'd have to look this up about the Burroughs. He, he did mention that he is familiar with William Burroughs, right? I mean, he's a famous yeah. artist. I guess yeah. he did, right? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I read somewhere where he was talking about Burroughs at okay. some point, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. They have such that same idea of like like i said just throwing chaos to the wind or just throwing these things out there and then they come together they should they make sense because the universe like sort of makes them make sense there's i don't know i'm not really okay yeah there's there's (laughs) a there's a major sort of inspiration i i find with um james shelby downard and Mm -hmm. um do you guys know who genesis p oridge was yes very much so yeah Mm -hmm. when i was and I need to do a show about this because I keep talking about it and I never do it, but I want to reach out to Genesis's daughter and make sure she's okay with it. But me and Genesis were emailing back and forth for a couple years, and I've got, mm-hmm. I don't even know, maybe 20, 30 emails of stuff, ideas. Nice. And Genesis mentioned William Burroughs several times. Um, I oh, think yeah. I think oh, Genesis yeah. was telling me about the cut-up method that, William Burroughs invented or something. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like it would but it would be this chaos and he would just put it together and somehow it still like makes sense yeah. somehow. Like somehow the chaos of the universe could still bring it together. And it's it's almost like the I Ching kind of idea, right? Like you're throwing these things yeah. out into the universe and they're gonna make sense. So it's sort of that same idea that him and like Brian Geisen sort of came up with with this which are not my favorite books by him, but I appreciate this idea of like doing a cut-up book they're not my favorite i like his weird uh cities of the red knight and all that weird shit um, oh i, I i'm, I'm not that engaging. familiar with william burroughs i know that he's inspired a lot of the sort of industrial rock guys i think even nine inch nails yeah. um yeah yeah he was just a beatnik weirdo writing about all kinds of wild hmm. stuff like sci- like a lot of sci-fi stuff he coined the phrase blade runner you know like, oh he did no way 
Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Like, he's just heavy metal, I feel like he also coined, maybe. Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, but he was just... He's just one of my favorite writers because it's just so far out. And he wrote about whatever the fuck he wanted to. He, and Cities of the Red Knight was always really interesting to me because it's about this virus that's, like, taking over the world. But essentially it's, like, the virus of the white man and the white men are evil and all this okay. shit. And it's just – but it's, like, yeah, it's very Lynchian where you're, like, what is this about exactly? But you're still finding this important underlying – Yeah. Almost spiritual feeling. I don't know. It is – it's great. There's, it's tapping into something that we don't normally. Tap I, I do into. think I, I think that Lynch and, and sounds like Burroughs are able. And I've talked about this in the dark path, a book I wrote eight, mm-hmm. six, no, six, seven years ago, that if you read Peter Lavenda's books and you read enough occult literature, you find that there is this idea that artists can channel creativity through various methods and you know, techniques and things. And mm-hmm. it seems that David Lynch and sounds like Burroughs uh, could have been able to do that very well, which is my only explanation for why this Twin Peaks phenomenon exists, because I'm certainly not the only one who got this bug of just nonstop obsession with it. And mm-hmm. the, and it explains a lot of, so like, uh, if I if I understand, uh, I could be confused, but I think David Lynch is also it sounds like David uh, William Burroughs, where he's sort of your traditional artist type. Where and there's something to admire about how they like they didn't give a shit about how well things were received. They didn't give a shit about the money behind it. And like, no. man, I respect that. I I'm not like that. Yeah. I'm worried about paying the bills and getting my 401k. Yeah. Like, I'm too <laughs> worried about money. And I. I wish I could be that kind of artist that was just like, man, fuck all this. I don't care. And, and, and I got to think maybe they feel this connection with this other thing. And that is so fulfilling that they're not worried about the things I'm worried about. Uh, You know, anyway. Well, let's also not forget that William S. Burroughs was a trust fund kid whose uh, grandpa invented the adding machine. Oh, well, so there you go. Just... Nah, he just ha- he had literally he had um a fucking trust fund. Okay. Kind of like they Crowley. Just, Crowley, was, Crowley trouble... was similar too. You'd exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard to be poor and struggling and actually like you know it's like he wasn't struggling. He had he could get money whenever he wanted. Okay. Whenever he like he was down and out. Burroughs was like, hey, I need some money, uh, you know, and they'd be like, all right. And then he just got his. He grew up in Kansas, died in Kansas, you know, had farm. He's fine. Yeah. So like he came from money. I just I just like to point that out. That like yes, he was down and out and I'm not. But like honestly, he. <laughs> He didn't worry about money because he didn't have to. Okay. Well, his, family, his family was really rich. Sorry. No. And then, you know, he, he did get some fame and then he was fine. But he didn't give a shit what people thought. I mean, he wrote queer. That was at a time. I mean, you couldn't write queer now without a bunch of people being upset. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's a great novel. He wrote it in the 60s. You know, people were not into reading about queer lifestyles. Mm-hmm. And he gets very graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, he was awesome. I really like him. He was problematic too. I mean, he was a fucking weirdo. Yeah, did, didn't he like try to well. sh- He didn't he accidentally shoot his wife or something? He sh- he accidentally shot his wife in the head. Yeah. yeah. Did she um, die? She died. During, didn't William she? Tell. Then he ran away to Mexico uh, to hide because yeah. it was an accident. But he was like, I don't care. I got to get out of here. And then he like ran away. <laughs> and he and he's just he's he's wild. He's a wild yeah. guy. Wow. Okay. Well. Um, but they were playing. Will- they were playing William Tell. 
And he was, and they okay. usually there was like a party trick that they had done a million times, and he just missed because he was really good with a gun. So, jeez. Oh, and then, he, but he talks about how there's like a black spot on his soul, and how he's not even sure he missed on purpose, and all this Ooh, crazy shit. So he he's a dark okay. guy. I know he's not a good person. He's a good artist. Okay. A, and we right. and I know you know the difference because that's like what most of your podcasts. Uh, are. Yeah, like, I, I struggle a lot with that kind of Ooh. stuff. You know. It's... And I just like to say for the record, I am one of those artists and one of those musicians that uses a lot of that like scary Satan shit because it's one of the only scary things left in the world. And like <laughs> it is, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, listen, here's how you know if, if someone's in the Illuminati or not or sold their soul. Am I poor? Yes. <laughs> not, I didn't sell my soul. You're not, you know? you're not the Illuminati I'm worried about then. You're good. Do you know what I'm you're saying? Good. It's like I if well, it's like Rihanna, sure. She's probably in the Illuminati. She's rich. You yeah. know, like I am a poor artist just do pulling like, you know, putting up fucking devil horns and scary makeup on just to be cool. It's like if I was really worshiping the devil, I would be rich. Yeah. <laughs> like I say on my show and I really honestly mean it. Like when I say like I don't care if people worship the devil or not. Like, it doesn't bother me any. Like, right. that's your belief system. I don't give a shit. Right. I really mean that. Like, I, I, if, yeah. you know, I know you're not saying you worship the devil, or are you saying you worship the devil no. literally? No, oh, no, okay. no, no. I just saying that I use, like, I like to use the imagery. I like a lot, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of my band that I do is very, very, like, satanic. Yeah. Like, someone who, who you know, someone who would look at me like, oh my God, oh no. I mean, I did get banned. I've gotten banned before on YouTube as oh, well. Wow. You know, so it's like, yeah. yeah. But it's very much more like horror nerd as opposed to like I'm actually trying to like summon the devil. Okay, so and and, and I'm Speaking very devil, similar. Devil. I I really enjoy um, like '70s satanic horror movies. Like, I, right. I really enjoy those, like uh, The Devil Rides Out, you know, Dennis Wheatley, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like I always say, it's like you know, if you're a Christian, like that's great for you. You believe that. Knock yourself out. Don't yeah. expect the yeah. person next door, who, by the way, is also paying taxes and living in the same society, right. to believe the same shit. Like they, they want to worship the devil. Let them worship the devil. Like you yeah. care. And um, a lot of the uh, to sort of go back to where we started, uh, a lot of the conspiracy world became this sort of. And I know because I read enough comments and I get enough backlash from people that when I, when I have. They get shocked when I have that attitude because they want me right. to have the sort of Alex Jones, get the bullhorn and let's storm the Capitol attitude. Like, mm. you know, because I'll, I'll, I'll sit here and I'll say right. uh recent show I did. I'm like, look at Doja Cat. She's employing all the satanic symbolism, <laughs> right. uh, this, that and the other. And sure enough, lots of people will be like, this is bullshit. What are we going to do about it? I'm like, you're going to do fucking nothing. You're going to let her do it. Nothing. Like, what is she yeah. even doing? Become aware yeah, of it. And gonna... like, if you don't want your kids to watch it, then don't let them watch it. I don't know. What do you want to do? Like, she should be allowed to do that. Nothing. This is America. She's allowed to do that. And, and like, right. what are you going to do to stop her even? It's like, good luck. Yeah. You know, like, good fucking yeah, luck. What, what are you talking? It, like, yeah, it's a waste. Go feed a homeless person. Right. Okay? Go feed somebody, <laughs> yes. you know, it, like, go hold a fucking baby. And, and that's, somewhere. and that's. It, cuddle a shark. If, if, I don't if know. you do nice. take that sort of perspective of because I and, and look, I'm guilty of this too. A little bit of fear mongering of like, ooh, everything's spooky and satanic now. Oh, it's the end of the world. Yeah. And, yeah. and because I do believe that. I do believe that there's a lot right. of uh satanic stuff possibly going on. But if you believe that, um and you're a Christian then find solace in that and and start trying to like you said just like you said go feed homeless people and you know yeah. do christian work go do something nice be nice yeah 
Yeah. And, and they don't want. How am I nicer than other Christians? That, you know, that's I'm exactly. A witch. I know. And, and that, I mean, yeah, I'm. Go ahead. And I'm Catholic yeah. and I'm best friends with you, you know, yeah, so I know. it's like, How evil can I, I, take, I take the same attitude. It's like, are you being Christ-like or not? You know, are you Fuck being yes. kind to other people who aren't like you or not? You know, Dude, if, as a Christian would... person. Yeah, I, I, I had saw on the thing that Elle was uh, Catholic, right? Is that... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 So, so, yeah, this is what I like. I like that, like, people with differing worldviews can have conversations mm-hmm. and be friends and stuff because that's very much my real life. I'm... I've got friends who yeah. literally talk about worshiping Satan, and I think I'm pretty sure they're joking. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. and and he's yeah. one of the greatest people I know. He's like the nicest fucking guy, right. and he he hates yeah, church and thinks Christianity is a bunch of bullshit. And he's welcome mm-hmm. to do that. I I get it. Sometimes I think that too. Sometimes I'm struggle right. with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. I don't know where that sure. I don't know where I've that rant it, was headed, but. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's true. It's like it's like, relatable. Well, it's just like, how can we not get along if we're all it's like we already have a common enemy, right? We all know the government's lying. We all know the Illuminati or whoever. And, the, and I guess I believe that there's people actually straight up worshiping, worshiping evil shit, doing bad stuff. They rule the world. I totally believe that. I can see it. They're awful people. They do awful things and they're wealthy. Cool. But like. On a day-to-day basis, especially in this community where we'll all have a common enemy of those weird baby-eating, devil-worshipping, Moloch-loving motherfuckers, why are we... This is what they want, and this is why QAnon became into existence. It was to break us apart and make us weaker and start to divide us and honestly make the public think of people like me who've been a conspiracy theorist proudly since 1980-something to make me sound instantly now like I'm racist, like I'm a trans... Like, it's like, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist? You must be all these terrible things. And it's like, that's what they did. And that's why this happened. Yes. It was their plan to make us look fucking terrible because now people totally look at me different when I say I believe in conspiracy theories. I have to be like, oh, no, like Bigfoot and portals, you know? And they're like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, I love Jewish people. And they're like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) So it's just like, you can't just even say it. And I think that's exactly why it happened. I I think it was on purpose. And it was to, to make people like you and I who actually believe that we should all come together to fight against the real problem, which is being lied to and controlled and poisoned every fucking day with everything. The water, the air, the food, everything is poisoning us. We know this. But we're mad about fucking people's genitals and where they want to put them. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Great job, guys. You know it's, what I mean? It's, like, a, what it's the like the fuck? ultimate distraction weapon. And, Jesus. Um, yeah, that's why I had to change the name of my podcast, which... Yeah, you know, I know. That, I remember. That's yeah. how, and I would never in a million years thought I was going to do that. I, because I, I, it was conspiracy theories and unpopular culture for so many years, and it was sort of this, you know, it's kind of like when you have a porch light and the mosquitoes start coming. You know, it was kind of like that. It was like yeah. this beacon, yeah. and I started drawing in, and it sucks financially. It sucks because my audience was growing, right. because mm-hmm. so many people are into conspiracy theories, but. I found right. a really sort of negative push. Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it, you know, because most people were still cool, yeah. but I, I kept mm-hmm. fielding these comments from people who wanted, mm. just like you said, people who were like, oh, oh, good, this is a conspiracy show. Now let's talk about these Jews and these transgender kids. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, buddy. Yeah. Like, like that. And it hurts. You know, I don't want to be the guys be like, hey, that's not really my thing, man, because I, I want to be nice right. to everybody. And it's like, Right. If you're going to be a dick, though, I don't want you around me. So, right. It's like respect gets respect. Yeah. You know, if you're going to start disrespecting other human beings right off the bat, it's like, well, that's dumb. And I'm just not. Yeah. And, and I don't want to have and... to put that boundary up 
all the time. Exactly. So I just like, I'm just going to change yeah. the name and see what that does. And it, <laughs> it tanked my statistics, but, uh, oh, but shit. it's rebuilding again, you know? And, and yeah. at first I thought, well, maybe it's, you got us back. Yeah. Oh, good. good. <laughs> you I got I, I to get into the, uh, the paranormal witch, <laughs> uh, occult podcast circle now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot out there. I was like watching an Instagram story about how to make a spell today. I was like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that just popped up in my regular feed. Yeah, there's sure. a lot of people that that go towards occult practices when they're turned off by the some of the Christian voices out there, and it's yeah. very understandable to me. You know, you see this prosperity gospel, these dickheads getting on private jets, and um, some of the evangelicals doing gross stuff. You know, like. Uh, it used to be the, just the, the only people that did that stuff were like the, what do they call the Westboro Baptist? Yeah, the, oh, right. Baptist, Westboro yeah. Baptist. Yeah. yeah. Like those were the only. Saw them on Maury. The what? <laughs> on Maury. They're just yeah. like, they're just haters. Yeah. Like they're yeah. just there to be disruptive and be hateful. Hateful. Yeah. That's what I don't under fucking stand. Yes. Yeah. It's like the first, because I, I was raised Irish Roman Catholic, very similar to Lupe because she's Mexican. Roman Catholic right so it's like we get it mm -hmm. like very strict I believed in Jesus so hard dude so hardcore he was like my best fucking friend growing up and then I just saw how mean everyone in the church was and then again I started being weird I started being queer I started being not normal enough for the church and then I was like well now this place that I'm supposed to feel good makes me feel like shit like why would I stay mm -hmm. here they hate me I'm already going to hell because apparently I don't just want to you know I like boys and girls well now you're going to hell I was like well then I might as well just be as evil as possible right. and that's literally what happens because you just it's like well why am I even trying if I'm already going to go to hell just for being who I am right. that seemed unfair and so then I found witchcraft and it was like you can do whatever you like <laughs> and you're like oh and it was like if you're if you're mean Bad shit will happen to you. If you're good, good shit will happen. And that's pretty much how I live my life. And that's why I don't do bad shit. Right. Yeah. It's, that's it's, it. It's, it's pretty easy. And, and this is, of course, a much living. bigger conversation. But um, Right. Which I, is pretty much all Jesus was saying. <laughs> right, right. And, and I, I do think that there was, to, to sum it up, I do think there was some weird overlap that happened to the conspiracy and and I don't know that because, yeah. you know, I'm talking about no. a lot of uh, my colleagues and, and podcaster buddies and all this stuff. I know. And I don't think that I, I, it could be that maybe they're giving the people what they want and they're like, oh, they want me to keep talking about this. I'll keep talking about this because I, think so. cause I look at statistics, too. I know what the people want. I know what's going to get mm -hmm. the hits. And. Mm -hmm. Like Super Bowl, right? Great example. Super Bowl. I know if I go on there and say some crazy shit about the Super Bowl, I'll get the biggest show of the year. <laughs> Everyone's interested yeah. in it, right? You're right, right. And I always have this this conscious struggle where I'm like, okay, how much of a stretch am I going to put on this thing? Because sometimes there's nothing right. there. Like when the right. when the uh, Eminem, Dr. Dre, uh, that whole Super Bowl halftime show, there really wasn't a whole lot there. But I, but I, I yeah. believe I even said because everyone expects me to do a Super Bowl show, so I do it regardless. And I even say, hey, mm -hmm. there wasn't much going on here, but for fun, yeah. let's let's stretch the imagination. Let's stretch it out. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, and I appreciate that. <laughs> but <laughs> is it a bit of a sellout? Yes, it is. But people come <laughs> to expect that, and they want that. And, you know, I try to be the voice of reason and be like, okay, now some of this shit's a little wacky. I don't know about this. Right. Um, anyway, the conspiracy world is... It's yeah. a weird place, and it as it always was, and it is now. And I, I do think there was some weird, um, 
counter counter intel pro or whatever the fuck yeah. that was you know like i feel yeah. like they really infiltrated and ruined shit i real i'm going to stick to that's my what's one of my maybe weird conspiracy theories is that qanon was put here to make the rest of us look yeah. stupid and make people not want to be interested in our shows because of yes. it because they're like oh well, i'm not like that and it's like dude dude look you know and it's like listen to me you think i am qanon and then people are like well no yeah you know but now i sort of have to like talk them into it more now because they have this idea that wasn't present again i've been in this world for a long yeah. time like it wasn't like this yes. guilty by association yeah. yeah well said and it was successful yeah. because now they they tell us about aliens on cnn and everybody's like nope i don't believe you, <laughs> you know? yeah. 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 yeah 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 no yeah it's no nuts. one wants to hear it now but yeah yeah uh it's, it's been a weird it's been a weird ride and 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 there's not a lot of people talking about this um i don't want to yeah. make it my sort of manifesto and i and i i mentioned it on my shows yeah. here and there i don't want to beat it too hard over the head but um right. you know because over the last three years i've probably done i don't even know maybe 10 shows where i talked about that specific topic and i you know i don't want to be overbearing about it but um you are you are mentioning something that not a lot of people either believe or understand or want to believe and it's it's mm-hmm. it's the truth when when you've been a, it sounds like you know you've been in the conspiracy world longer than a me long time longer than me yeah and i used to make little mini zines handing them out in berkeley being it called like project blue book number 13 or whatever whatever the next one uh-huh. was that they didn't publish because yeah. you know and telling people like oh my god they're real like for since i was a teenager you know so it's like i've been dying for disclosure and now it's so weird yet no one believes it and it's part. I think part of it's they just made us all look nuts somehow. I don't know. Anyway, we'll get through it. There's just some weird <laughs> yes. backlash. We'll get through it as long as the actual real people just keep at it. Yeah. Cheers. Looking for yeah. the truth, and get more women involved. Like I, that's why we do this show too. We talk about this again. Like if you're looking for a female podcast who talks about a lot of the same stuff that Isaac does, well, we do mm-hmm. here. Yeah. You know, so yeah, come if, on over and, and hear me talk about it. Have you recently witnessed yourself walking down the street? Wait, that wasn't a mirror? Did people tell you a spectral twin is standing next to you undetected by your own eyeballs? I feel queasy and uneasy when it's near. Then you may have a doppelganger. What? A froppelganger? You may be cursed with what is known as a spirit double, or in German or some shit, a doppelganger. Darblebanger? A do- okay, well, with our patented aerosol spray, you can strike your own evil twin down dead. Dead? Is that legal? They are a harbinger of death. It's you or them. Then I think it's legal. Only by insurance standards. Just locate your doppelganger and coat it in our sticky spray trap. The corrosive acids do the rest. You won't be seeing double anymore. Get doppelganger be gone and be done with your troublesome double. No more neighbors mistaking your creepy peeping Tom twin or your cheating other self running around town with some floozy or that rumor that you have a mirror image masturbator. With Doppelganger Be Gone, you'll have your life back. It never felt so good to be on your own. Don't use Doppelganger Be Gone on actual human twins. Do not use it if you've had sex with your doppelganger and have had some sort of horrible offspring. It is, however, appropriate for said offspring and will work in twice the time. Don't use if you have at least five mirrors in your house. Do use if you have three mirrors in each room. Do not use if you've recently been anywhere near a portal or some sort of opening like Twin Peaks. Don't use if you're French. Don't use if you've been possessed or lactating. Try Doppelbanger Be Gone today. And that that Dowdy you know. episode is great, by the way. So, which Thank which you. season yeah. and episode Thank was you. that? Do you remember or not really? 
It was this season, season three, episode six. Oh, okay, so it wasn't that long ago you recorded that. No. Oh, okay. no, 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 no. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we were just, yeah, we just took our time. I don't even know why we did it. I think we had to figure out what we wanted to say about Twin Peaks because there was so much to say That's about it. And then I was like, only Jowdy. And then I came back. I was like, I only want to talk about Jowdy. And you were like, okay. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, each, and each we one of there. the topics is like a mega topic in itself. And it's hard to sort mm-hmm. of narrow it down to just a one hour conversation almost. I was even looking into stuff about the ring because you were talking about the jade ring. And I was like, but it's for Micah. It's for Micah, you know, and it's like from the fucking convenience store, you know, above the convenience store. It's from that table where Bob and Mike talk and all that shit. Right. And even just getting into the whole ring history was like so epic. Like you could do a whole fucking episode just on that stupid green ring and the history of it and what it does. I think in the book, they now, now I'm trying to go off of memory. I think in the book they called it jade ring. Maybe they call it Jade Green. Oh, maybe that's where the right? confusion was. And then and then they're like making it seem like we're not sure. But then as Lou and I talked about like fire walk with me, they show it. They yeah. show it. Right. They show the little chip where it was. And time doesn't matter. So even if it came from that Formica table, like that place doesn't exist. So they could have had it back, you know, with like Anytime. Meriwether. Yeah, they could have had it back a long time ago. So I like to think it's just a weird liminal place and they made this ring and time doesn't matter and it's Formica. Because I feel like Formica's got to have some weird meaning. Like, I don't know, does it insulate bombs? Or I don't fucking know. (laughs) But I just, I just looking into that, like I was like, I could do a whole thing about that weird ring and what it does because I'm still a little like, what the fuck does that ring even do? Uh, And then the white horse thing like we were talking about with Sarah Palmer. Because a lot of people- they drug her, but a lot of people don't talk about how like horse is like legitimately an old timey, and we know Lynch's old timey like uh, slanged her for heroin. Oh right, know? yeah. And then that, ho- and he'd put it oh, in her milk, dude. and I thought of that Maloco shit from like Stanley Kubrick, the Clockwork Orange. They drink that like drugged yeah. milk drink, you yes. know. Even so the was... color white horse, white milk. It's yeah. like follow the color through the story. Yeah. Well, in that, in, you get... in Clockwork Orange, they also had Drainochrome. At the milk bar, mm-hmm. at the Maloko milk bar. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, wait a minute. So you said you were saying that there's uh, there's Sarah had milk that who Leland was giving her milk or something? Yeah, he, yeah. he would put milk down that was drugged for her every night. Oh, I didn't catch that. that white horse. Oh, that's why. And then he'd okay. go um, molest his daughter. And then that's yeah, what the fans, like, and the fan out. would kind of like was the the mm-hmm. way he'd keep it i don't know so she couldn't hear it or something quiet yeah yeah and then she just passed out from the drugs and then when she that night that uh they uh he killed maddie Ugh. she's like crawling trying to keep herself awake out of this night the like fuck? falling asleep because he's dr- that so episode so is like it gives me Ooh, chills it's yeah so, it's, i just thought it's more it. horrific than Ugh. the exorcist crab walk down the stairs i think it to is. see sarah i mean it's unreal. It's awesome. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know yeah. how a, a, a piece of entertainment can like, um, or media, I should say, like can affect me in the way that Twin Peaks does. That's why I think David Lynch is some kind of master of subconscious symbolism programming or something. I mean, he's been working on it for a long time. Yeah. I mean, he lives in the subconscious. His every day is meditating in this. And he talks about his writing process of literally just going into his state and picking these ideas as if they're almost like, yeah. Plucking fruit or something. Uh, like you the know way what I mean? he, so it's like the way he came up with the yeah. red room was like the roof of a hot car. The idea that sort of went into his head of the red the waiting room and it's like, bro, what are you even it's talking just, about? Because, 
because he's just in this other headspace yeah. and that and then he puts you in that place with him and it's such a cool place to be because we get to be there without doing 40 years of transcendental meditation <laughs> yeah you know what i mean it's yeah. like thank you wonderful i didn't i didn't have to do that you gave me that experience by watching your film wow weird you know and I think he's just allows himself to look at the darkest parts of us as well, which is also very rare. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's so much I could talk about. I, I, I think. Um, I so what I plan on doing, if you guys are up for it, I'd like to have you guys do my show uh, when yeah. I. Yeah. And we're talking like next year, probably when I get through Anytime. all of Twin Peaks. What I want to do is I want to get through all the episodes and then I plan on doing an episode on each of the books where I pull out some of the main mm -hmm. ideas and then hopefully I'm almost done with the writing my book. But at some point in there, I'm after I get done with all the sort of main episodes in the movie, I want to have particular guests on to discuss Twin Peaks with me and, and kick some ideas. And, you know, like just like you're, you're, mm -hmm. you're kicking some ideas that I, I hadn't thought about. I got you guys do my show. We could talk Twin Peaks specifically for an hour or so. Uh, if you guys are up for it, of course. Hell okay. yeah. 100%. You, yeah, yeah, we're there. So I know we danced around yeah. it a little bit today. Didn't get a whole lot of deep Twin Peaks talk. But but to be fair, like I'm still I'm still trying to formulate what I think about things. I know. I don't want to ruin your show. You no, know, no, it's, it like, you're, it, still, you're just yeah, it's... you're just starting your show and I don't want to be too much like and then this and then this and then spoilers, but it's like there's so, like like I said, that's but why yeah. I even brought that up. It's like I could go there's so many details I could do an entire show on. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah so. I was listening to your episode and you talk about Sarah Palmer being blase and I was like, does it's because she's drugged. She's out of it. She's like, she's not there. He takes her out of it on purpose. I don't know how so I didn't that, catch that. that. I didn't even. Yeah, he uh, drugs her. He drugs, he drugs her. her. Yeah, okay. it's sad. Wow, also, it's just like watching. Dark. She's also got the monster in her, too. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we could talk about Sarah Palmer. Well, that, yeah, because that, that, uh, that ties into the whole Jowdy thing, right? It's like. That's yes. what I'm saying. And then they come together. It's like he's full. Like, they came from the same explosion, right? The eggs came out. Bob came out, Bob found Leland, the egg found Sarah and crawled inside her, and then Leland and Sarah found each other. Like, that whole thing could be a whole episode. Like, what the fuck? But then it's like, but then, but then I wonder why mm. would Leland slash Bob have to drug Sarah if she's sort of this incarnate ultimate evil, right? I mean, because I think maybe she was being corrupted. She wasn't all the way corrupted oh, okay. yet. Yeah, because and, when yeah. in season three you see her as the void and she's fully oh, like yeah. not Gone. one of us anymore. Gone. But at that time, uh, Laura was still there, who is the ultimate good. So there you go. The two you people have... that needed her the most came together. That's right. Uh, so you have Laura there to uh -huh. kind of also bring her influence to yeah the people. And then as soon as Laura's gone, it it gets even worse, and she just loses her fucking mind. Yeah, and the Jowdy in the Jowdy or whatever takes over Jowdy baby frog. All, yeah. all I know is like. <laughs> The, I didn't catch it until this last time I finished season three at the end there where mm -hmm. where um, Dale brings Laura to the house and and she and she's just kind of like I don't know what this is and, and Cooper's looking at her and looking at uh, Alice Tremont and is like yeah I don't know what's going on here and then and then you hear the Laura yeah. Laura and it's yeah. like she screams it like what the fuck what is <laughs> happening right now. It, I don't know. It's just like, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, okay, cool. Okay, let's yeah. right. <laughs> All right, yes, yeah, so, yeah. We'd love to do that. We, I, yeah, let's yeah, do let, it. Let's, we'll let's keep wait. listening to your to your episodes yes. about Twin Peaks too, so we will be on the yes, same page. Perfect. With you when the yeah, time you can fill me on whatever I'm missing, but by the time I get through it all, I I feel like there's 
I feel like there's a million stones to overturn, and I'll probably only get half so of many. them by the time I get layers of, yeah, layers of stones. <laughs> Just yeah. remember, yeah, I've been obsessed with this for fucking decades. I'm so jealous. Now, so I, I think layers. about this all the time. I get so jealous. I'm like, well, I wish I would be one of the people like that watched this in the '90s and was waiting 25 years because there's something about yeah. that that blows my mind. Like, I was you crying. literally waited 25 years. What the fuck? Who does this? It's <laughs> it's so perfectly artistically amazing. It like is. it's the coolest. Just just the idea of doing that is like incredible. I know. Anyway. I know. Yeah. And it happened. And it ha- I was in tears. Like most I of bet. It. I didn't. I like. And you know what? I'm gonna have a poll. Is Michaela the only one who actually enjoyed Dougie? I mean, come on. I thought it was, ador- <laughs> I thought it was charming. All right. I, I don't know. I, he was doing all these good things, and he didn't even... He was still Cooper. Like, that's what I loved, is he was still at heart Cooper. He loved coffee. He was still finding all these corruption without even knowing what he was doing. Yeah, like, that that's was, true. He stopped you, that fucking... He was still Cooper. He just was me. like... You could convince me. I loved well, him. She convinced me. Okay. I, fell, I, I fell in love with him later. I, I thought he was him. super annoying because I wanted to know what would happen. Yeah. And it was episode okay. after episode after episode. And then I was like, on the next rewatching, I was like, oh, yeah, he is charming. It is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I've learned from Twin yeah. Peaks is to, to uh, you, because there's some characters and storylines that I'm annoyed with when I'm watching it, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. Dick Tremaine, I'm like, this fucking guy. Oh my God. Oh yeah. But then the more you watch it, you're like, all of these characters are necessary. Like you don't get Twin Peaks. Yeah. Like it's a package deal, unfortunately. Yeah. So like find a way <laughs> to enjoy Dougie and Dick Tremaine because That's it's right. all part of the story. It's it's, but I- you do not have to enjoy the divorcee having an affair with fucking James. James. Oh, the, you don't have to enjoy yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> or the late the married lady and James. We do not have you can literally just fast forward all that, you guys. Like don't even bother like everybody hates that too. Watching that. Everybody hates James. My lord. Okay. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, James. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> you <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, thank you for being on our of course. show. Thanks it was for having really me. an honor. Yeah. yeah. Not Thank you kidding. so much. Yeah, it was yeah. so fun, and yeah, I hope that we get to be on your show. Yes. You can always come back anytime. Cool. Yes. But we know you're busy. Yeah. Anytime. Yes. Let's anytime. stay in touch. We got some. We got. We got a, yeah. a long Twin Peaks journey to go through yet, so I'm gonna need some. And you said you wanted more nerd friends, so yeah, I that's mean, what I need. Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> Have yeah. a great All right, night. Thanks. You too. Thank you we'll so much. Easy. Thank you, man. Thank thanks. you. Bye. Thanks, thanks for listening to the Blunt Letters podcast. Check out our website at thebluntletters.com, our new home on the interwebs for all things Blunt Letters. You can find all our episodes, check out our blog, videos, and buy back issues of the Blunt Letters zine. Plus, get in touch with us with any suggestions, questions, or leave us a voicemail to be featured in an upcoming episode. You can follow our daily adventures and videos on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Remember to like and subscribe. Plus, you can now hear the Blunt Letters podcast episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts. Finally! I know, right? Bye-bye! Illuminati!